Welcome back to another episode of the Toon Junkies Podcast. My name is Chris, as always, and you know, it's Memorial Day weekend, but um, normally there'd be a little more of a celebratory tone in my voice, but I just not entirely sure if it deserves it this year. Not to say that the people prior have, you know, haven't uh, earned the respect and that goes into Memorial Day, right? You know, remembering the fallen and whatnot, but the fallen list keeps getting bigger with people that didn't make the decision to make that sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Memorial Day, you remember, you know, soldiers, and I mean, that's what I kind of take it out. Soldiers and people who've fought and served for this country, but the memorial list in memoriam is the list is just being, it's getting too big, you know, uh, people, as I said earlier, people who, uh, didn't sign up to make the sacrifice, that sacrifice are making that sacrifice. I mean, probably as of late, you know, as of the last 30 years, 30 years, it seems like it's in vain. Okay. And I'm sorry to take that stance in front of you, but I just feel like, of course I'm referencing the, the, the shooting in, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas, is that right? Probably not, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, I thought Columbine was a big deal, right? I thought that was going to be a thing that really drove some change, and yet it just keeps happening over and over and over, and nothing nothing seems to be done, and it seems, this uh, as I keep seeing everybody online say, this seems to be the only place that it keeps happening. And I don't understand it, you know. I'm not trying to, I would never say that I want nobody to have guns. I definitely think guns are, you know, one, they're used for hunting, which can, that provides me some awesome deer jerky sometimes, but, you know, and it's good for, you know, protecting what's yours. You know, I'm, I'm for that. Uh, I also don't want Americans do not have guns just in case our government, you know, gets a little too tyrannical. I'd like us to be armed so that we could fight back, right? But this isn't the fight that we should be having to fight, you know? Like having kids die in schools, you know, just people dying in grocery stores, going to get groceries, people getting shot up in churches. That's Those aren't the places where we should be... Uh, this isn't, people shouldn't be dying in those places. And I don't know why we have to keep saying this. <sighs> I'm just over it, you know? I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, I know what it takes, but the people that have the power to change the things that it's going to take just aren't doing anything. You know, I saw, not that this is the greatest example, right? But I saw a video of Ted Cruz the other day being cornered why is this country the only country that this keeps happening right your country because i believe the reporter was from europe or england somewhere somewhere not american okay it's the accent gave it away but like well and they they said your country so i'm assuming they're not from here um i just don't i don't understand it well he was very quick to um uh, pivot divert Right in true politician fashion, 
to make it somebody else's problem. Oh, well, there's this thing going on, but uh, I don't know anything about politics, okay? I don't know Democrats from Republicans. I don't know which one he is, but he said the opposite, right? I think. I'm going to assume, just context alone, he was pivoting to, hey, it's the Democrats who they don't want to play ball. What the f- mm. I don't understand. What do you mean play ball? They're, they're pro- having guns shoot their children at their schools they're pro that are you pro that i'm assuming no so then what's the what's the hold up hmm what is it i don't understand but i'm over it and i don't know what we got to do to change it i think well no I, I think i said that earlier too i think i know what needs to change is the fucking people who are making the decisions that's what needs to change I saw a video the other day of a man being thrown out of a um, courthouse because he was trying to talk to the people in charge about trying to make bribery illegal. I think this was in Pennsylvania. Uh, he was getting people together to try and make bribery illegal, and nobody was – well, he had a lot of people behind him. Um, I wish I would have saved that video so I could uh, promote his cause. But – yeah, they were throwing him out. He's getting arrested for trying to make bribery pass uh, uh, some legislature, I would assume, to make bribery illegal. And they don't. They're not. They're not hearing it. They don't want it. So that's pretty sus, right? That's. I think that's really all what it comes down to, all the time when it comes to these policy changes that we really want is that people that are in these positions to make these changes have their their foot in the door where they've got their hands in the pots of the people that are providing these things, <clears throat> NRA. So I think they don't want to do enforce these things because then it takes... I mean, this is just my belief, okay? I, I, I'm sure being a politician is very hard. I, I can't even imagine, okay? But I definitely think there are some people in power that are making too much money and they've... Uh, become very uh, comfortable in the lifestyle that they have and they don't want to cut it, right? I get that. I understand that. If somebody were to take a bunch of my money for me right now and it would change up my lifestyle, I'd be pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> at least at bare minimum, I'd be pretty annoyed about it, right? But again, I think if it's for the better mint of the population right hey we're gonna take a bunch of your money away because kids keep dying in schools i'm like oh well that's a pretty good cause i think i could i think i could change some things around right or just find different means okay it's not like there's a shortage of money out there there's plenty of money out there you just have to make some sacrifices right and like granted i wouldn't be happy about it at first i'm almost certain you know, I'm pretty comfortable where I'm at right now, but for the betterment of my fellow Americans, I think I'd be willing to make some sacrifice. I could find money somewhere. I'm sure I could. I'll sell feet pics if I have to. I've got pretty dainty feet. You know, they're a little, uh, they're a little beat up because I've been working manual labor my whole life, but I don't know. Put some makeup on them. Who knows? There's, there's ways to do it. I've sell some things minimalize some things that I don't actually need you know there's there's ways there's ways for it to be done that's really all I'm trying to say there's ways for it to be done I know I've never 
I don't think I've ever ranted about my political stances before, but I, that's mainly because I don't know anything about politics. At a very young age, I I was uh, I found the world of conspiracy, right? So very young, second grade, second grade. Yeah, second grade was when I w- read my first book about aliens, Area Fifty One. So it was from then. I just like I was like I don't care about the government, and politics seemed to be very. Um, like a gov- a branch of government, you know, I think I learned that in elementary school too. So I was like, okay, so I just don't need to worry about any of that. Um, so I don't, when people are like, oh, he's a Democrat and he, or, oh, he's a Republican. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What are they, what's, one's an elephant and one's a donkey. I know that one's red and one's blue. And I know that, but as for who stands for what, no idea. So I have no I don't know what to call my political beliefs. I'm just like, hey, this is what I believe. That's it. I, I don't know that it belongs to a party other than a party that is for the advancement and embitterment of the lives of the people who live here. That's that's my political party. Like, what can we do to make everybody's life easier, uh, more uh, sustainable, more uh, – not more, less depressing, you know? The existential dread that's in in this, not necessarily this country, I think that's a life thing, but like this, this country's got a lot of things that it could do a lot better in, and I'm sure you can agree with me, at least on that, okay? I'm not trying to divide the room or anything, but I think we all could agree that there are some things that need changing, and it's up to the youth to do it. It's our job to push for change, okay? That's That's been the youth's the the desire of the youth for the entirety of this country, right? The the youth were always in the right, you know, and I don't want to say like I don't mean that in the left or right, and I also don't mean that is in and as an absolute like we are absolutely correct. But I think the youth are always pushing forward progress forward for progress, right? That's just how it goes. So I think that's what I think, and that's all I'm gonna say about it. But you know, there's all these people uh, butthurt about abortion, too. You know, listen, I respect your right to believe that that is a wrong thing. That's fine. We're You're allowed to disagree with things. I, I get that. But you can't force your belief onto everyone else, onto others who don't believe it, right? So you just kind of have to let things be, you know? I don't know. Things are really stressful. I was getting... I'm, I'm super grateful to be alive in the time that I'm alive just because, you know, there's it's the information age, right? We have... We're the smartest generation that's ever lived. Now, that's not to say that there aren't some dummies, okay? I have my dumb moments too. But we have, we've had access to so much information for the entirety of our lives that we're just more informed, you know? We're more educated. We can get answers faster than anyone else and that's not to say that we're retaining the knowledge because i know (laughs) i know i look up things probably 30 times a day and if you were to ask me the next day as to um what it was i learned yesterday there's about a 50 percent chance that i'm not going to remember so that's fine but we have access to the knowledge um i don't know it's in in that in being able to be bombarded 
with all the knowledge all the time, it gets pretty depressing. It gets pretty bleak. It gets, oh, why are millennials and Gen Z so, you know, self-absorbed, quote-unquote, and so, like, non-apathetic? Well, it's because we're bombarded with all the bad news, all the bad, all, all the bad time, all the bad news all the time, right? So it's just a constant stream of, <laughs> of this negativity, man. And it's, it's the only way to really avoid it. I mean, one way to avoid it is to get off social medias and, you know, uh, put some restrictions on what your phone gives you, you know, alerts in that sense, not necessarily information, but alerts. I don't know. I'm just, this, this week was awful. There was, you know, the, oh, the homeboy, the homeboy from Depeche Mode died, uh, Ray Liotta died, uh, oh man, I can't think of who else, but it's just, you know, you you know what I mean, okay, at any given point, you could almost walk down the street and be like, hey, did anybody important or pivotal in your upbringing or just like a key player in your existence, has one of those died today, and most, I think 90% of the time someone's be like, oh yeah, so-and-so from this band that I liked died or so and so from this movie or this show or this business like it's just bleak man i don't know sometimes i'm i i think i get too much information <sighs> i don't know what to do it's 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 getting i mean i know what i'm going to do i'm going to have to take another i keep saying it but i think i think honestly i i keep saying it and not doing it just because well, no, it's not just because, but I'm thinking about the move. But then again, it doesn't really matter if I have the socials for the move or not anyway. So what are we waiting for? I don't know. It's hard to pull the trigger sometimes. Anyways, <laughs> the other day, I think I upset my coworker, and now he's not talking to me anymore. Um, he uh, he was walking, they were leaving, and he was walking out, and he said something about, I just oh, happened to overhear him say, like, oh, that's gay. And I, like, I did what I normally do, and I stick my nose into business that's not necessarily mine, because uh, I wasn't involved. But I just sometimes love to share my opinion. Or, if it's an instance where I can, uh, you know what, I think, <laughs> I think I just caught myself in a, a toxic habit. In a moment... Any moment where I can shame somebody for bad behavior, I'm so eager to jump on it. Uh, especially when it cuts something like that, like, "Oh, are you making a joke, or are you are you straight up homophobic?" Because if you're making a joke, you know, I can, I I can I can understand the joke. Okay, I'll say that I can I can understand when a joke is a joke and when it's not from a place of maliciousness. I can understand that, but. I don't think that was the case here. I think I was pretty sure that it was a homophobic remark, and that's like that's not cool. So I'm always down to uh, make somebody look bad when they do that. And I was like, "Gay? What do you mean, gay?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, he's talking. Kitty, you need to sit down. Okay, I'm I'm glad you're on my lap. You gotta sit down." Um, I was like, "Oh, what are you homophobic?" And he was like. No, he, what he said was gay. And I was like, I bet you've never even had a finger in your butt, huh? <laughs> and I was like, that's where your G-spot is. You know that, right? And he was like, oh, 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 just, no, no. 
and I should have I should have kept going, you know, but he kept walking, and I didn't want to follow him and harass him because that just inconvenienced me. Um, uh, Kitty, all right, you're done. You're done. You gotta sit down. I mean, you gotta go. Um, but I should have kept going, right? I should have I should have pushed him in the sense and in making him feel <laughs> bad, but also in hindsight, maybe making fun of this would have pushed him to not make the correct health uh uh what checkups that you're supposed to do right but i should have i wanted to be like you know no don't fucking you gotta stay down there quit looking up here you don't jump up here no go away shoo shoo boy no he's not gonna do it he's gonna hop up here i know it but i should have kept going and uh saying that you know you know, gay men have the they they do the butt thing because it makes it feels good, right? And they do it normally for free out of the goodness of their heart with someone that they care for. You, however, paid a man to stick it, stick his fingers in your butt. So to me, I think that's that's pretty sus, there, guy. You know, and and in reference to what are they? What is it going to the proctot? What's the thing where they stick your? Is it? That's not a colonoscopy. Why can't I think? Of what the procedure is called, I don't know. You know what I mean, though, right? When the doctor goes in, he's got to check your, your. Uh, <laughs> I almost said butt glands. <laughs> Why can't I think of what it's called? Oh man, this is. I know you're 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 talking to me and you're yelling at me. How do I? <laughs> how do I Google this? How do I? Oh man, I'm gonna write butt checkup. <laughs> That's not gonna be it. Oh. What what is the butt pencil test? I don't even know. I don't even want to know what that is. This is not call the how to make <laughs> Yeah, I knew this I knew this search was not gonna work. It says just all kinds of YouTube videos come up. How to make your butt cheeks clap. What causes pain in right butt cheek? Damn it. Is it is it Um what's that gland? Damn it. No, not pineal. That's in your fucking... You're dumb, Chris. That's not... Uh, why can I not think of this procedure? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my... It's... I can't... I... Prostate. You guys, prostate. I Bro, it's been all day. I haven't been able to figure out... Uh, prostate exam, right? It's a thing men... I don't know if women have to do it, but I think it's a man thing. Um... When you're like after you're 40, you have to go get like an annual checkup to make sure your your butt's not swollen. I don't fucking know what it's for. <laughs> no idea. But yeah, that was the the reference I was trying I was trying to joke at this man about. Right? That's what I I should have done because I know that would have that would have gotten under his skin. And that's really that's really all I'm aiming for when I'm trying to embarrass somebody. Just not just get under your skin. Oh, you said something dumb. Now I'm gonna. But in doing that, I feel like I might. <laughs> it might have accidentally killed him in the sense that what if he stopped going to the doctor for that and then he got I don't know he got cancer and died and then would that be my fault would it be that bad though he was kind of I don't know everybody's got families you know no he he no it's I'm not suggesting it would have been it would have not been bad if he had died you know I'm sure he's got people that care about him but <laughs> but <laughs> uh if he is a homophobe, then there there's one less, you know. But we're not here to... I gotta stop saying but. Um, we're not here to 
promote murdering people. Okay, that's that's that it's it's too far into the future that murder should even be. Listen, as entertainment, I love it. Okay, I can't get enough murder on TV shows and uh, movies and stuff like that. But I don't want like real people to get murdered. That's you know, real people have families. Okay, now. Chris, are you suggesting people with no family sh- should get murdered? Find me a person with no family. No family, okay? And we got to talk to them. That's that's really what we got to do. If if they're if they're <laughs> if they're down to be in a crazy movie. No, we're not going to do that. That's that's we don't do snuff films here. Snuff films here either. So, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm ranting about now. You know what I should rant about though? I I I uh the band that we were going to have uh, in today had to get had to cancel because they got the COVID. COVID's coming back, dude. I don't know. I'm fucking sick of COVID though. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, listen. If it, I don't know. I don't want it to like affect people badly. You know, where like you have to go to the hospital. But sometimes I I look at these like ten day breaks as kind of like a gift. Like oh you've been you've been working real hard, bud. Here's a here's a ten day uh, vacation. If you just have like an annoying cough and you get to stay inside for ten days, not stay inside, just stay away from other humans. If you go camping or not camping, there's normally people out there. But if you go like on a walk, you can do that. But you know, stay away from people. But you know, it's like a nice little vacation, a little ten day. You don't get paid for it, unfortunately, not anymore. Been nice if they still did that, but. I don't think that happens anymore. But yeah. Um, oh no. I just... Oh! No, I forgot what I was talking about. I was talking about COVID. But why was it... Oh yeah, the band that was... Man, I've been... I gotta stop smoking. I'm fucking <laughs> losing my train of thought a lot lately. Could be stress too though. I'm not just gonna vilify marijuana. Sure, it doesn't help. But it's not the only factor, Okay. Um, I, I think uh, trauma has a real effect on people's memory. So look into that, folks. Look into that. Um, what I do want to talk about, though, is this band that I've been really listening to a lot of lately, more than I ever have in my entire life, even more so than when they were, I don't want to say relevant, but more popular, okay? And that is Switchfoot, okay? I don't know what it is about this fucking band, Specifically this one album, okay? It's just one album that I've been really, really... Oh, Kitty's talking to the birds. Really into, right? And it's the beautiful letdown. Oh, God. Let me tell you. I fucking... I didn't realize how much I loved this album. You know, when did, when did this album come out? Go to out 2003, okay? <sighs> Two years after 9-11 fun fact that's how I gauge things okay that's that's I I mean really that's what I use to remember where and how old I was because I (laughs) trauma I know exactly where I was and how old I was but um that's that's my (laughs) my guide the the songs that were really big then you know I think their big singles were like meant to live and dare you to move right bro I know you know those songs okay shut up if you don't know those songs stop listening right now go listen to them they're amazing. Uh, and, th- I mean, maybe Switchfoot was predominantly just popular in this area because it was a Christian band and 
good old Northwestern, Northwestern, what the fuck, Midwestern, uh, Northern Indiana, uh, big, big Christian community, right, um, as you can, uh, as we're all reminded of this Devil Wears Prada, um, flag and records that I have behind me, Christianity was super popular, right, still is, (laughs) Uh, but, um, I think it had effect on a lot of the music that was more widely accepted in this area, right? So if you weren't into Switchfoot, that's fine. But you should do yourself a favor and go listen to this album because it fucking rules. And it's not super um, preachy. It's not. There's not a whole lot of, oh, God loves you and uh, God gave you this. It's a lot of, uh, uh, there's, there's some reference, but nothing that's too, that you can't, uh, uh, how do I say this? Nothing that you can't administer to another ideology, right? E- even if you're not into a God thing, you can, it's the, the references are easily, easily, easily applicable to other things, right? So it's not too, too, uh, down your throat, in your face. So, but I really want to talk about, I don't understand why I didn't get into this, well, I can tell you why I didn't get into this album in 2003, because in 2003, I was listening to fucking Good Charlotte, man, and some, what was it, Good Charlotte, and Akon, and Three Days Grace, and Linkin Park, and such a, 2003, what else was, what else was super popular, dude, I was just listening to like a early 2000s playlist the other day, and like, man, I thought the 90s, the 90s playlists were nostalgic, bro, the early 2000s ones, it's a whole nother, a whole nother game. Fucking Fergie, Black Eyed Peas, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Maroon 5. I mean, that's all pop stuff. But when I was younger, I, I mean, I did listen to a lot of pop stuff. And it was just super popular. Like, fuck, <clears throat> obviously super popular. That's why it's called pop. Um, Timbaland, bro, Rihanna. Good old Rihanna. Man, never gets old. But yeah, just, I don't know. It's... Such an interesting time the early 2000s were. I was I keep seeing like photos online of people's <laughs> early 2000. Oh, the mailman's here. Does he have a package for me? That'd be cool if he did. I don't know if he will though. Um, but damn, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh man, I gotta stop getting distracted. Maybe I should start taking my medicine again. Wouldn't that be a smart idea? Yeah, but the medicine makes you feel like a different person makes you too too focused well lower your dose the dose is about as low as it goes it's just what the amphetamines do to my brain um we'll get it we'll figure it out though ladies and gents anyways let's talk about switchfoot so obviously you've got your opening track meant to live we were meant to live for so much more and we lost ourselves bro tell me Tell me that line isn't applicable to you in your life. And that's not necessarily true. We were meant to live. So, I mean, that's, it's a nice thought. I shouldn't say that everybody was meant to do great things because that would, uh, that would uh, apply a expectation. And expectations always lead to disappointment, right? Because an expectation is merely a fantasy. It is not real. So you shouldn't set yourself up for disappointment like that. Oh, but Chris, what if I'm right? Well, then you get a cookie. I'll fucking send you one in the mail. I don't know what you want from me. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. But which one makes you, which do you get more of a reaction from when you're, 
when the expectation is met or when it is, uh, oh no, or when it isn't met. <laughs> Almost didn't know how to say that. Me, personally, I, I love to sulk, so I get, I think I get way more of a reaction, more of a feeling um, from an unmet expectation than one that is met, right? Because I feel like, for me, when an expectation's met, I'm like, nice, and that's it. Just like, good. That I'm, I'm glad that's what it was. But when it's not, bro, I will fucking mull on that for <laughs> days. <laughs> days will I be like, that son of a bitch. Or, oh, those bastards got me all hyped up, blah, blah. You know, it's what it, I, I think that might just be me. I might, I do really love to sulk and I don't know why. I love to be upset. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't know. I think I, I like being angry sometimes, but then also they're, it gets old. You're just like, man, can I just stop caring about that? And that's what really what I'm working on. Again, getting sidetracked, Chris. We need to talk about Switchfoot, okay? We need to talk about Switchfoot. Actually, you know what? I'm going to reserve the talk about Switchfoot because I think I want to do another panel episode about uh, 2000s bops, and I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna use, uh, uh, oh my goodness, why can't I? Uh, the Beautiful Letdown by Switchfoot. I think that's going to be my choice. So to save any repetitive data, data, I don't know why I said that, eh, 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 applicable, um, I'm just going to, you know, we're going to cap it, right? Because I have been listening to it a lot, and I don't want to spew all my thoughts now and then have to regurgitate it to three strangers, you know? So let's just let's just get out of here, okay? Enjoy your weekend. Um yeah, let's do the outro stuff. Um, Chris, what have you been listening to lately? You know what? Can you guess what I've been listening to lately? <laughs> it's a lot of Switchfoot. <laughs> um, but yeah, some Switchfoot. Um, I always forget... Um, there's a song, Easy. There's a song called Easy. Um, with uh, Tro- I'm going to butcher these names probably. Troy, Sivan, Mark Ronson, and Casey Musgraves. Love it. Been really into that lately. Been really into... I don't know what it is if it's fucking a Silverstein Appreciation Month, but I've just been really, like, revisiting a lot of the albums. So, like, growing up... Uh, well, growing up... In high school, uh, <laughs> LimeWire was my big source for music, right? Because iTunes costed money. Um, so I would only find, like... Maybe I would find the entire album. Maybe I would just find a few songs here and there. Or I would go to iTunes and find the popular ones, the ones that everybody liked, and I'd get those so I could listen to them and, you know, like, oh, okay, is, it, is the whole album going to be great or is it just these two songs? But So a lot of my Silverstein ingestion was just like a track here or there other than uh, Shipwreck in the Sand, right? That's my favorite, right? That was like the first one I bought and listened to in its entirety, so I think that's just like... That's why it's my favorite. Um, but, I mean, of course, now I know that, you know, um, When Broken is Easily Fixed, Arrivals and Departures, fucking Discovering the Waterfront is OG. But yesterday I was listening to, uh, was it This is How the Wind Shifts? I also listened to the Short Songs EP. There weren't a whole lot of those on lot on there that I, like, was amused by. And they're good, but there was only one that I really took away that I really, really loved, and that was S.O.S., um, but <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Faith Hill. Um, I 
got after my coworker the other day. And it was just blowing up an issue that, like, I like to be dramatic for comedic effect. So he walked up to me and was like, hey, Chris, can you check this thing out real quick? And I was like, are you seriously interrupting Faith Hill right now? And he started laughing. He goes, what? I said, yeah, uh, Grammy Award winning uh, country artist Faith Hill. You ever hear that song, Breathe? Yeah, you just interrupted that. He's like, I can't believe you're listening to Faith Hill. And I was like, you laugh now, okay, but I've already alerted the, the authorities. They're on their way to arrest you because interrupting Faith Hill in this country, in this country, friend, it's illegal. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I somebody, somebody said to me that they could never tell whether I'm being, like, facetious or not. I mean, like, I, I have gotten very good at being able to tread that line, not people not knowing whether I'm serious or not, which is cool, but also, like, it's also sketchy because they're like, oh, is he joking or is he serious, you know? But that's not a joke, okay? I listen, when I say I listen to everything, I do listen to everything. My taste is all over the place, okay? I grew up in the 90s, which was a fucking Petri dish for, like, all kinds of music, right? So I was just bombarded. I have lots of things that I have nostalgic and emotional ties to that are, aren't necessarily a go-to for me now. Like now I would say that, you know, uh, grunge and hard rock and post-hardcore and like metalcore, probably my go-tos, but there's also like the nostalgia that I really, really love. So like Alanis Morissette and Faith Hill and Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. Like, all the, I listen to all these and I love them. But, yeah, listen to some Jewel with a standing still. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and then who's it? I, I probably gonna, Kylie Minogue? Minogue? I don't fucking know her name, but, uh, can't get you out of my head. Uh, yo, love is all I think about. That's like, I don't know why that song is so, it's got such a, <laughs> such a big seat in the back of my memory bus, right? I don't know why. I think it's, I used to hear it a lot when I was not, I think I was in middle school, but like I was hanging out at the high school because that's where my dad worked. He was a athletic trainer, right? So like he would have the radio playing in his little, um, training room while kids are like you know icing their legs and fucking doing stretches and shit but um yeah so I've I remember that shit uh I don't know deep ties so yeah I've just been all over the place um but yeah you know where to find and follow us on uh Instagram at Toon Junkies Podcast and then if you would like to reach me you can leave me alone, but if you must be involved with my life, you can find me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty or on TikTok at DatBoyPit6. <sighs> That's all over, right? Stick around. Uh, not stick around. <laughs> There's nothing after this. Uh, just stay tuned, right? I'm gonna try and get this uh, 2000s panel in together. Hey, if you if you have if you have suggestions, let me know. Well, uh, l- what's your favorite 2000s album, right? Let me know. See you next week. Deuces.